The memories of two of South Africa's anti-apartheid heroes will live on with the launch of the weekend of a scholarship at the Progress Primary School in Indonesia. The scholarship, named after the two veteran anti-apartheid sporting and political leaders, uh, is the successor to the Amrit Bowen Memorable Scholarship Fund, which was first established in 1969 by the Fordsburg United Football Club in honour of the late uh, Amrit Bowen. Well, we are joined this morning on the line by Dr. Ismail Vadi, who is the chairperson of the new scholarship. Ismail Vadi, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi Yes, it's been a long time indeed. Tell our <laughs> listeners a little bit about uh, the, the background, Ismail, by this, this scholarship, the Amrit Bowen Scholarship. Well, the Amrit Bowen Scholarship was established in 1969. It was done by the Forsberg United Football Club in honor of one of their founding members, who was Amrit Bowen. Uh, very prominent cricketer, soccer player, but also a very young lawyer, you know, a person who gave a lot to education. And at the age of 28, he suddenly passed away due to meningitis. Uh, so after graduating from, you know, from the Central uh, Indian High School, which was known as the Congress School in Fordsburg, he then went to Wits University, did a BA, taught at Lanesia Secondary or Lens High as a mathematics teacher, and then finally, you know, uh, um, got his LLB done through, through words. And as he was doing his articles, he fell ill and passed away at the age of 28. So in honor of him, the, the club had established this bursary fund. And over the years, they've held a, a, a when I was a kid in Indonesia, for example, uh, they would have an annual tournament. And some of the great teams of the time, Dynamo, Suarez, Bluebells, the Alberton Kellys, Manchester United from Actonville, they would play in the soccer tournament in honor of Amrit Bowen. Um, then the, the, the tournament, for some reason, was suspended, and they organized uh, for a good number of years a very big walk in, in Lanesia, annual walk. It was called Amrit Bowen Big Walk. And through these events, they would raise money and, and give out bursaries to students. But unfortunately, for the last 10, 15 years, this, uh, uh, the committee... Remained on, on, on paper in name only, but didn't organize any events and did not award any bursaries. And we felt that, look, I mean, these are important personalities in our community, both the late Amber Bowen and then particularly a friend of mine, our own, you know, um, mentor, Lalu uh, Isuchiba. He was with us in parliament for many years. He served on Robben Island for 18 years with the very great leaders of the liberation movement. And we thought that we needed to revive this scholarship in the, in, in the name of the two. You know, one was a sporting and educational leader. And of course, Isu was a political figure in our community. To honor them, to keep their legacy alive, we've now launched this uh, scholarship. But we've named it the Ambert Bowen Lalo Chiba Scholarship. So who, who will be eligible for bursaries and what will be the activities of, of, of the scholarship going forward now? So this is not a, a conventional bursary scheme, so that it's not aimed at you know all students, whether it's scholars or mm. undergraduate students. It's a, it's a dedicated for a scholarship that we are establishing. We're really looking at uh, master students and doctoral students, not medical doctors, doctors, uh, doctoral students in terms of political science, sociology, etc. So we're looking at higher level of research abilities and capabilities. And it will be an annual award to one or two students, depending on the availability of funds, and to do very specific types of research uh, for the benefit of the community. 
how, how do you hope that uh, via the scholarship and the activities here that um, the, the, the legacy and, and the political lessons that are, are to be learned from the lives of these two individuals will, will indeed prevail? Well, no, there are other such uh, schemes, I mean, of funds, uh, uh, scholarships. For example, uh, we've got the Rhodes Scholarship. Now, I don't particularly subscribe to Cecil John Rhodes. I mean, he was an imperialist, but he was a, a, a prominent, you know, a mining leader in this country, played a, a behind-the-scenes uh, influential role, sometimes quite negative in the history of our country. But there's a vote scholarship, which is an international scholarship. There's also the Mandela Vote Scholarship, which is a national scholarship. And like that, there's any number of, uh, I'm, I'm sure there's something in the name of Helen Suzman, for example. So the name stays alive through a scholarship. But what is important is the quality of the research. You know, So we're not going to be giving an award to every second student. It's not the intention. We're really looking at high-level skills, a highly capable student, proven academic track record. And if that person hasn't got the financial means to go to the next level in terms of, say, postgraduate degree, master's or doctoral, as I said, we would support uh, that person financially. So it's not uh, the one of the mill bursary scheme where anybody and everybody can apply. Uh, we're really looking at high level skills in, in, in country and then, you know, supporting that financially. Finally, Spabai, before we, we let you go, we know that the president has finally announced the time of the cabinet reshuffle tonight, 7 p.m. What are your expectations? Uh, are you fearful that people are hinging too much of hope on a cabinet reshuffle? I think the president has dragged it out for too long. He should have been much, you know, he should have got off the, 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 the race or, in a sense, made the decision much earlier because the, the longer you wait... It creates instability in society. There's a nationally, I sense, very depressed mood. People are, are really under stress because of the load shedding and those kinds of things. And they're looking for leadership. And unfortunately, the president has taken too long to consult. So that's the first thing. Secondly, one doesn't know who he's going to appoint. Mm. If he's just going to, you know, rearrange the chairs on the, on the deck, Without really making significant changes, I don't think it's going to have an impact. And thirdly, the biggest issue is who's going to be the deputy president of the country because that person is likely to become the president of the country uh, come you know, the 2024 elections or even before. We don't know. A political situation is very fluid at the moment. Mm. It's certainly un uncertain and it's unstable. It's unclear what the direction will be. So it's hard to tell, you know, whether there will be any significant move. Uh, but I think, you know, knowing the, the the current president, he tends to be extremely cautious in his maneuvers and his, uh, you know, um, moves. So I, I don't expect a radical change in the cabinet. And I don't think that will be good for the country. I think we want to see decisive leadership now in the country. All right. So much. Shukran for your time. Really appreciate it. جزاك الله خير وعليكم السلام ورحمه الله وبركاته